Action, the movie show. <laughs> the movie show. The nailed movie it. show. The show where we're talking all things action movies, the good, the bad, and the underrated. My name is Sazi, and with me as always is my co-host, the dog. And also Grace. Oh, what up? What up? <laughs> Not much. I was hoping the dog would bark. I know. But no, he's v sleepy. He is clonked out. Yeah. <laughs> the missile is eepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eepy. <laughs> uh, how you doing? I'm chilling, vibing. Good. You? I'm good. I'm not used to the mic being this like in my face. I know. Um, so I keep staring at it like it's like gonna like, eat me. The um, intrusive thought is just me wanting to like put the whole thing in my mouth. You know. <laughs> um, if if you're listening to this, we sound very different than we normally do. I got yeah. a whole new setup. Yeah, it's, it's very. It's muy fancy. Yeah, it's um, not as bulky because there's not a big ass laptop no it's it should sound better hopefully um, fingers crossed if i've done everything right and uh hopefully it i'm gonna keep an eye on it make sure it doesn't stop recording at any point um Mm -hmm. so far so good but excellent we'll we'll keep looking at it it actually has xlr cables shout out xlr there's actually cables yeah coming out of it which is interesting i gotta yeah anyway Nobody cares about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to turn this into a tech podcast Absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Talk about audio equipment. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure that would... There's an audience for that, I'm sure. Oh, 100%. If you go... Because I spend... Occasionally, like, if I have, like, a tech question or something, I'll go onto, like, the podcasting subreddit. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a bunch... What a pack of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Like, you go into the... Like, once in a while, you'll, like... There'll be a post and you'll see somebody say something like, I'm just getting started. Like, what do I, you know, what do I need? And it's just like a list of people being like, you need this and you need this. And you got to make sure this and people just probably like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. If you didn't like grow up around it, Mm -mm. a lot of this shit is just like, what is that acronym? What does that stand for? Yeah. I I mean, if I wasn't, if I didn't have like experience in any of this stuff, it would be completely baffled. Oh, same. Um, I have a, I have an update for, um, if anyone, um, remembers from, for you guys, it'll be two weeks ago, but it would, it would have been our last full length episode. Um, I mentioned Vietnamese iced coffee and I was like, I want to try that at yeah. some point. Uh, I tried it. Yeah. Um, I think I could hear colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I wow. had the worst sleep of my life last night. Really? Man, it'll fuck you up. It's good. Yeah. It's incredible. But I was like, I was on another planet. It was wow. just like, it's so caffeinated. It's crazy. It was very good, though. Hell yeah. Where'd um, you get it? There's a place. Uh, this is a local reference. There's a place on Coors and Unser. Oh, no. Oh. Pase- Unser and Paseo. Oh, um, way out there. Yeah, way out there. It's called Ma's Tea House. It's like a shout out to Ma's Tea House. Um, (laughs) They do like boba tea and like milk teas and stuff like that. But they do Vietnamese iced coffee. Fuck yeah. Um, I was down there for an unspecified reason. But um, yeah. And I just, it fucking just ruined my day. I mean, it was so good. But it was just like, god damn. And when when did you, what day, what time of the day did you have it? Early-ish, like noon. Yeah. Damn, and it still it kept just, you up? It knocked me the fuck... Like... Jesus. Put me on my... Like, this morning, yeah. I'm like a different person. Like, it just... <laughs> right on. I think it reset my brain chemistry. Oh, but, there you go. Um, anyway, none of that's relevant to the show. Um, ooh. Ooh, ASMR. ASMR. 
<laughs> Gross. You can't hear the, the smaller noises because you're not wearing headphones, but um, that was unpleasant. Anyway, uh, we're talking, we talk movie. Uh, we talk movie we talk, good. We talk movie good here at Viva La Action Pod. Yeah. Uh, and we use few word because many word don't do trick, but few no. word do. Yes. And that's a, I botched that reference. Anyway. Um, uh, whatever. We watched a movie. Yeah, we did. We watched the 1999 action adventure cinema horror. classic. Cinema classic. The Mummy starring one Brendan James Fraser. Fraser, uh, Rachel Weiss or Vice. Um, this is the second time we've talked about a Rachel Weiss movie. Oh shit! She was in Constantine. Oh uh, yes, she was. Yes, um, that's why she looks familiar. Yes, it also stars John Hanna and Arnold Vosloo <laughs> and um, oh bloody hell, what's his name? Oh, I just went over this last night. He plays the hot Egyptian guy. Um. Anyway, his character's name is Ardeth Bay. What's his yeah. name? Fuck. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna scream. TikTok was open. Ooh. If anybody just heard that noise, <laughs> <laughs> his name is Oded Fair. Um. Anyway, directed by Stephen Summers. Um. Well done. What'd you think of it? It was so good. It's fucking great. It was so good. This is the first time I've seen it. Uh, I keep meaning to watch it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just it just never happened. Um, yeah, no, I fucking loved it. It's it fantastic. It's so good. It's it's one of those movies that like I've seen. Oh boy, <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know. That was the demons. Something just gurgled. Yeah. Um, was that me? No, that was me. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> man, this is a sensitive mic. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is one of those movies I've just seen so many times that like. I can't even remember. Like, I couldn't tell you the first time I saw it. I couldn't tell you, like, what my first thoughts were. It's just one of those things where it's like I've just always loved it. Um, it's it's come into vogue again kind of recently because we've had the renaissance yes. of, of one Brendan James Fraser. Yeah. Um, who, in the year of our Lord 2023, won his first Oscar. Yeah, he did. For The the Whale. Yep. Um, Congrats. Which is a movie I've not seen, but by all accounts is fine. Um, and he's very good in it, which is good. Yeah. Um, and he's fantastic in this movie. This is kind of his, like, like he, it's not his breakout movie because he definitely had big hits before this because he was in, like, George of the Jungle and. He was. Yeah. And, uh, School Ties and. I've never seen that one. Oh, just a bunch of, of, oh, and, uh, Encino Man. Um, just a bunch of, like, hit kind of 90s movies. And so, but it was interesting because I was reading kind of about the history and they had approached like a bunch of other people before they approached him. They had talked to like Tom Cruise and um, Brad Pitt and a couple other people because they were, they were kind of like the big stars at the time. But they finally got to him and they and all those other actors were like either didn't want to do it or were too expensive. And they approached him because George of the Jungle had done really well. Um, but he was cheaper than a lot of the other like big stars at the time. Like he, you know, they yeah. only had to pay him a couple million as opposed to like whatever they were going to pay these other guys. Yeah. Um, so that, that's how he ended up getting the, the role. But it's funny because like, if I think about the early two thousands, like 
I feel like Brendan Fraser was a huge star, so it's yeah. funny to me to think of him as being like cheaper than <laughs> than these other guys. But yeah, um, it is very strange. But yeah, so um, it is very uh, nineteen ninety nine. This movie, it's yep. very. Uh, it's dated, but in, like, the best way. Yes. Like, it's very, like, you watch it and just, like, it's just, like, mm, like you know? <laughs> yeah. The <clears throat> the CGI was a little whack. It's whack, but in, like, a nice it's, way. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. But it's actually funny because I have this memory of it being very, like, I don't know, like, janky. But rewatching mm. it now, it's actually really good for that time oh yeah because this came out the same year as like the phantom menace and (laughs) like the phantom menace i think like has moments where it looks really good yeah but for the most part like the cgi and it's not great yeah and so this like a lot of the stuff that's like cgi that you wouldn't necessarily think is cgi is actually really really good like there's a lot of like backgrounds that are are computer generated there's a lot of like characters that are a mix of like practical and cgi yeah. the stuff that lets it down like that makes it look dated now is like his big like wobbly face oh yeah and like yep. his uh when he's the first appears as the mummy yeah like he's definitely looks real plasticky and kind of rubbery but i think it's quaint it's like it's kind of like yeah. when you watch like a really old movie and like i think a good example is like the invisible man right like never seen it you should we should watch it at some point. It's not an action movie, but I'd I'd make an exception. Um, it's fun, right? Because the effect looks really good, but it's dated in that way where you can see like the black outline, you know, yeah. where they cut it out and stuff like that. But it's yeah. it's nice, you know. It doesn't take you out of the movie. You're just yeah. like, oh, look at that. That's, That's quaint. Yeah. You know? It's not like when you watch like I don't know a Marvel movie from the last five years where you're yeah. just like, ooh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> yeah. Because it still looks good. Like, it, yeah. it looks good, but quaint, I guess. Yes. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Um, it's like when you see Dracula, you know? And Dracula's up there, and he's like an old, you know, fucking whatever, Bela Lugosi, Hungarian <laughs> guy. And you're like, look at that funny man up there. You know, yeah. you're like, that's not scary, but it's like... For the time, you it can was, see how it could be, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But it looks great. I think The yeah. Mummy looks great. Oh, it was fantastic. It looked really good. Oh, the, this movie has... So it's funny because, like, this is one of those movies where I feel like it's beloved, even though, like, at the time, it wasn't super well-received. Yeah. Because um, I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, it has, like, a 60% critical score, which isn't bad. Um, I think it's still considered fresh, but... That's, like, for a movie that is this beloved, that's kind of surprising. Because yeah. it's, like, you'd expect it to be, like, in the 90s or whatever. But Yeah. What's the um, audience score, do you know? Uh, I think it's, like, in the 90s. Okay. Um, I didn't look at it. I, I, this is one of the rare times where, I like, I, I barely took notes and, like, I just kind of, like, I watched it last night. Like, normally I watch them, like, a week in advance. <laughs> yeah. But last night I was just like, I gotta watch The Mummy. So I just, like, turned it on. Um, and it's one of those movies that's just, like, hard to not watch. Like, it's yeah. on, and you're like, I'll just put it on in the background, and then, yeah. like, five minutes later, you're, you're like... like <laughs> yeah. No, it was... It was it was captivating. It is. Uh, we were talking before. It's very funny. It is very funny. It has... Re- like, <clears throat> Brendan Fraser has a lot of moments that he delivers so well. Yes. And there's those, like, really nice comedic... It's not, like, a line or anything. It's just, like, somebody does something, and it's just funny yeah 
which I was surprised by. I thought it was going to be a lot more serious than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I got some good laughs out of it. I think this movie is kind of like because we're watching. We watched this because the new Indiana Jones is coming out, and I feel like this is the last time that there was a really good like Indiana Jones esque. <clears throat> like adventure movie yes and that is including the other indiana jones movies that have come <laughs> in the interim yeah um because i don't know if you saw the new one's not getting great reception so far but uh, i mean it hasn't come out yet it's well, just yeah. screened at like can and stuff but yeah yeah but we'll see i mean it might be good still yeah. um some of us are hopeful uh, I'm not one of them, but <laughs> I, oh, I'm, I'm very hopeful, which is probably going to be disappointing. For I, me. I don't know. It might be good. We'll, yeah. we'll find out. But I think Let's the mummy see. is the last time I, I think, okay, here's my, my bold like statement for the, the episode. I think the last two great adventure movies, and I'm talking pure, like non superhero, like pure, just like, Act, like adventure yeah. you know what i mean like indiana jones or whatever the last two good ones were the mummy in 1999 and curse of the black pearl in yeah. 2001 something like that or 2002 something like that yeah. those were the last two like i like the other parts of the caribbean movies yeah but i think black pearl is phenomenal that was very good and i think the mummy is phenomenal so good. and i think they're the only two because I think what other adventure movies don't get right is what you're talking about. Is like the tone is like yeah, it's serious uh-uh. at moments, but it's all just like fun. You know, it's yes. like and you need like Brendan Fraser, like nine late nineties Brendan Fraser is like peak charming. Like he's oh, yeah. just like like when you first see him, he's like a dirty grub, right? He's like <laughs> he's like in prison, yeah, and he's like kissing a woman, yeah, and he's you know like this horrible little man, and then <laughs> yeah. as soon as he's like all cleaned up and he's like floppy hair, you're just like I want to kiss him, you know? Yeah, and he's funny, mm-hmm. but he's like roguish, and I think yep. what's what they do a good job of to like distinguish him from like Indiana Jones is that I feel like Rick O'Connell is like. He does not care about history, right? Like, he doesn't care about, like, what your dumb artifact does. He doesn't care about... He's just like, if a mummy shows up in my face, (laughs) I'm going to scream at it and shoot Shoot. it with a shotgun. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's all I'm here to do. And I like that, like, whereas Indiana Jones is, like, he's an adventurer by proxy, right? Like, he's, like, he's an archaeologist first, and then he's, like, an adventurer accidentally. Yeah. Rick O'Connell is, like... He's, like, good at shooting, and Yo. he's, like, good at, like, survival, and he hates everything else. <laughs> like, yeah. He's so goddamn sick of these mummies. Yeah, like, I think I think Indy and O'Connell would hate each other. Yeah. Because I think, because what I like about him is, like, he's very capable. Like, yes. he's not like Indiana Jones <clears throat> where he's kind of bumbling through everything. Yeah. He's, like, he's a good shot. Like, he's yep. a good, he's smart. Like, he knows... You know, like as soon as shit hits the fan, he's like, "We gotta go." <laughs> yeah, well, and that, I appreciate that too because, I, like, in a lot of movies, they're like, "Oh, we gotta stand our ground and mm-hmm. fight," and O'Connell's like, "Nah, I'm not fucking yeah. with any of that he's shit." Like, Fuck no! I, like, um, have you seen? There's a great uh, TikTok channel, and it's called 
Latinos against spooky shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout yes. out to that guy. Yeah. Um, I feel like Rick O'Connell would get along with that guy. Because he's oh, yeah. just like, none of this is good. Like, yeah. we need to go. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think, yeah, it's it's hard to, like, understate just how charming. Because any other actor, I think, in that time period wouldn't carry it off, right? Because, no. like, oh, God, no. Brad Pitt is, like, too handsome, right? Yes. <laughs> Tom Cruise is too weird. Like, he's too creepy. <laughs> Like, he, Brendan yeah. Fraser has that, he's, like, sexy, but he's, yeah. like, he's just, he's, like, nice. He's charming. Yeah. You know, he's, like, you look at him and you just want to, like, squeeze his cheeks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, what I also love about this movie is, um, well, Rachel Weiss is in it. She's great. Fan- She's phenomenal. Phenomenal, gorgeous, you know, whatever. Yeah. I love the first time we meet her, she dominoes all these bookshelves yes, and shit i think it's so funny it also has my favorite 90s trope of um like a a, a, a beautiful actress who is clearly like very good looking <clears throat> who they try to ugly up yeah. by like giving her like <clears throat> like bad hair and glasses Yo. and i'm like i look you tried but <laughs> uh, you can't yeah yeah <clears throat> no she was she was wonderful really just a really solid actor. Yeah. Solid. Like like Brendan Fraser, she I don't think really you could have put anybody else in that role. No. Cuz she sold it really well. Really really well. <clears throat> um and yeah. And the and those two, Brendan and and what's her name? Rachel. Rachel. The their chemistry. They was, have great chemistry. It was phenomenal. It's very believable too. Yo, like, yeah. And yeah, their chemistry is just phenomenal. It's like off the charts. Yeah, this whole movie is just sexy. You know it what I mean? It really is. Like, there's you know, there's the gratuitous shirtless scene with Brendan. Oh yeah, and we get to see his tits, mm-hmm. and they're awesome. Great tits on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I think even somebody like um, I was just talking about him. Like, uh, oh my god, I just forgot his name again. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <clears throat> oh my god, this phone. I got a new phone. It's hard to unlock. Oh, Oded Fair. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, long, black locks. Yo. And he's got, like, the face tattoos. Yo. My God. I know. And they oil everybody up? They do, oh. yes. Um, that guy was actually... I don't remember if he was in the running or if people just wanted him to be Doctor Strange. Oded Fair. Because if you've seen him now, he's like a silver fox. You know, yeah. he's got kind of the salt and pepper kind of thing. Yeah. That guy would have been a great Doctor Strange. Oh, absolutely. I don't mind Benedict Cumberbatch, but I'm like, that guy? <sighs> woo! <laughs> yeah. That would have been the hottest Doctor Strange you could have had. I would have seen every Doctor Strange oh, yeah. movie. Me too. Multiple times. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So everybody in this movie is good looking. Yeah. Uh, even the mummy. He's not a bad looking guy. Yeah. Arnold Vosloo. Yeah. Um, one thing we have to talk about. So... I hate having to say we have to talk about it. I feel like I should talk about it because I tout myself as being this kind of person. There's a lot of brown face in this movie, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Which I don't... Look, I don't think it's a mark against it. I think it's just something to be aware of. Yes. That like a lot of the like Middle Eastern characters are clearly not, not Middle Eastern. No. Um, Arnold Vosloo is not Middle Eastern. He's British. Um, <laughs> Oded Fair is Middle Eastern, so okay. I'll give him that. Um, the guy who plays Benny, he's like Hungarian. I don't think, he, which to be fair, in the movie, I think he's supposed to be he Hungarian. Is, uh, yeah. I don't think he's Middle Eastern. No. Um, he just speaks 
Yeah, some Middle Eastern dialects. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's a couple other like Middle Eastern characters who are clearly just white dudes, <laughs> which is yeah. like it's not great. No, but it's. Really I think not. for the for the time, this movie does a couple things that like I think give it points back in its favor. And like I said, I think you can watch it and still enjoy it knowing that. But it's yes. just something to be aware of. Like, yeah. this was the kind of this was the era where that was like peak. It was yes. like, oh, we need a oh, we need a, a Middle Eastern dude. Get a Mexican and just fucking <laughs> and toss him in there and call it a day. Because An 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 Ooh Anak Moon, who is the she's the the titular oh, mummy's yes. lady interest. Yes, that actress is. Hispanic. She's her, name is, her last name is Velasquez, um, so <laughs> yeah. she's clearly not Middle Eastern. So no. it's it's a lot of that, but yeah, um, it's not as egregious as some other movies, but it's yeah. it's still not great. It's, no, you know. Yeah. Um, I also like how in the this is off topic, the like the rating on it was mm-hmm. like you know violence, whatever, and partial nudity. I'm like partial nudity. Yeah, and it's just it's just her. Yeah. Just about naked. Yeah, she's she's wearing pasties, so you yep. don't see anything. But it's like it, she just walks out. And I'm like, whoa! Yeah, I know. It, it <laughs> I took, forgot that part. <laughs> yeah, it took me by surprise. And then like we get like a shot of like her back and yeah. like her whole ass is her out. Whole, yeah, she's just wearing a thong, <laughs> which I don't think ancient Egyptians were too super into. But, no. You know, um, this movie does play fast and loose with actual Egyptian history, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. I so the so this movie it's. To give a little bit of context, it is it's a re it's technically a remake, really, because it's a it's a it's supposed to be a remake of the Mummy from 1932, um, which was it's one of the Universal Monsters movies. So they had like Dracula, <laughs> Frankenstein, the Mummy, right. Creature from the Black Lagoon, and the Invisible Man. Um, it's supposed to be a remake of that movie. Ah. The original one from the 30s is way different. It's like mostly set in like a tomb yeah and it's very like atmospheric and and dreadful and there's not a lot of like actual mummy stuff Ah. it's a lot of like just a dude running around in like a fez but um Uh, there you go it's very good if anybody's interested in watching it but this movie they definitely took it in more of like a indiana jones adventure kind of movie which i think is a good direction to take it oh yeah um because there is there are moments of horror but I wouldn't call it like a horror movie. No, because there's like some sca- like there's a lot of like scarabs being under people's like. Oh, that's that um, was terrifying. That was pretty scary. It was very gross. There's one moment that like, I knew it was coming, but the first time I, one of the first times I watched it, I remember it being kind of shocking. There's that guy who just gets fucked up, like he loses his eyes. Oh he yeah, loses his tongue, and then he just gets drained of all his like essence. Yeah. The first time you see that guy without his eyes, it's quite shocking. Oh yeah, it is awful. Because he's just stand like he's just standing there, and then she's like, "Oh, thank God you're here," and he's like, "They took my eyes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like that that uh, Winnie the Pooh meme where they're like, "Hey Pooh, how are you?" And he's like, "They took that my guy. fucking eye." <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah, um, um, and then later it just gets more fucked up. Which, it does. Poor, that poor guy. I know he. It just, what did he do? Literally nothing. He just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Honestly, he gets Velma'd 
right at the start. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he's like, my glasses! And yeah. then somebody steps on him. Yeah. Which and was unfortunate. Yeah. And I, that, so that whole scene, I think, was like one of the scarier ones because mm-hmm. like it keeps going to like his perspective of like yeah. it just being blurry as fuck. Yeah. And as, you know, people who, one currently is blind as hell and yeah. was blind as hell, but then Previously he got LASIK. Blind. Yes. Um, I was like, damn, yeah, that would suck. That would be quite scary. Yeah. yeah. And that whole sequence, I feel like, is an homage to kind of the original one because it's very, like, dreadful. Like, yeah. it, it's just one dude and he's, like, wandering down that long <laughs> corridor and he's, like, he thinks there's something there and he's, like, who's there? And he's, like, yep. he can't see. Yeah, that, that, that was quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, the other scene I find quite unnerving when I watch it is it's right at the end and it's after the mummy has like gone back to the underworld or whatever. Yeah. And Rick like leaves Benny in the tomb. Oh yeah. And there's that scene where you see all the scarabs Scarabs, start coming and you can just see like the look on his face where he's like, well, can't get out of this one. Yeah. I find that scene quite unsettling. It was like, Ooh. (laughs) uh, Yeah. No, that it's like that idea of just like being stuck and you know you can't get out. Yeah. It was like almost claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how I feel about Benny. Yeah. I, he, I don't know. I love the running gag of Rick just throwing him. Yeah. I, I thought that was like, <laughs> like the first time you meet Benny and they're like, they're in that French like um, battalion and they're yeah. like, you know, facing off against the. Uh, what I think are supposed to be, um, uh, what do you call them? Ottoman troops. Yeah. I think that first that first time you see Rick, I think that's supposed to be set during World War One, and he's supposed to be uh, like in the in the you know Allied yeah. forces. Yeah. And so they're kind of like fending off against the the Ottoman forces. Yeah. And you see him with Benny. And they're like, he's like, I'm with you. You know, you your your confidence gives me confidence. And then as soon as all the horses start running, he just yeah. turns around and runs. Yeah. Um, I love that first interaction. But then when he finds him on the boat yeah. and he's like, see you later, Benny, and just chucks uh, him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and then later, like, they're like interrogating Benny because Benny has like allied himself yeah. with the mummy by accident. Yes. Because he speaks Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And the mummy's like, ah, the language of the slaves. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Uh, the yeah, um, he like just is like a whole like just tossing him around the yeah. room and slamming him mm-hmm. into walls. And at one point, Benny like says something in another language, mm-hmm. and Rick is like, "What'd you say?" And Benny was like. I don't want to tell you because you'll just hurt me more. <laughs> and he hurts him anyway. Yeah. And I was like, Benny, you could have just said it. I know. Yeah, uh, I love their relationship where he's like, Rick's like, oh, Benny. And then he just wants to murder him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was uh, unfortunate. But yeah, <clears throat> Benny was an interesting character. He is interesting. Um, he meets an unfortunate end. He but, does. Uh, well, not unfortunate. He had it coming. Yeah. But, it was kind of his own um, I do love that scene where he's like, he first meets the mummy and he's pulling out all the oh. different like religious <laughs> things. Yeah. Like he's like, all right, one of these got to work. Yeah. He's like, he's got like the Zoroastrian symbol and yeah. he's got the, the, you know, Christian cross and yeah. whatever. Um, I thought that was very funny. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I think my favorite scene in the whole movie is like when they first get attacked on the boat and it's all of, uh, 
uh, Oded Fair's, like, guys who are, are supposed to be protecting the uh, the tomb, and they're, like, blowing up the boat and whatever. Yeah. And it starts off very, like, you know, um, very Indiana Jones-esque, right? Yeah. Like, sort of like when they burn down Marion's bar, oh, and they're all yeah. running around and trying to get off the whatever. But there's a couple of funny moments in that, one of them where he tells that, that prison... Uh, prison guard guy he tells him like you wait here i'll go get help and then he jumps off the boat <laughs> yeah and the guy's like oh okay and then he's like oh you I son of a bitch <laughs> yeah no that was pretty good um there's also the <clears throat> moment where john hannah who we haven't talked about a lot his name's jonathan in the movie which yeah. is, uh and he's supposed to be is it marion no no what's her name evie evie he's evie's brother yeah um and he's he's also kind of a, a little snake man. But he's, yeah, he's a little. Um, he's a little better, I guess. But he's like running past, and and you just see all the like American guys, and yeah. they're all shooting Shoot. and whooping. Yeah, and he's like Americans, <laughs> <laughs> which not wrong. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong at all. <clears throat> um, I speaking of the of Americans and shooting, mm-hmm. the very beginning where like they're the French are facing off against mm-hmm. those whatever. I love that. Rick just keeps pulling guns yes. out. I thought that was so funny because, like, I, I like I thought he only had like the one, maybe two guns. No, but he just kept pulling them out yeah. of places, and I was like, "How many guns does this guy have?" That's what I. That's what I mean that I like about him. Like, I like that he is always just ready to shoot. Like, <laughs> no matter what's happening, he's got yep. like the two at his side. Right. He's got two on his hip. He's got like one in his boot. He's yep. got dynamite he, on his uh, belt. belt. Like. Yep. He is ready to blow up a mummy. Yeah, whereas um, Indiana Jones is lucky if he gets a six-shooter yeah. and it's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my So my favorite... This movie's just going to be... Or this is just going to be a lot of me saying, like, this is my favorite part. Yeah. Um, my absolute favorite part of the movie is... When we so we first meet the mummy because Evie is a dumbass and read from the Book of the Dead. Yeah. And they have to run into the tomb because all the locusts are coming. Um... And they're, like, down in the tomb, and the mummy is resurrected, and then it, like, is, like, cornering Evie because he's like, oh, you're Anak Moon, and I'm going to use you to sacrifice and resurrect my love or whatever. Yeah. And Rick is like, hey, are you okay? And then he turns and sees the mummy, and the mummy's like, ah! And he just goes, ah! (laughs) (laughs) I was going to bring that up. I thought that was... I was dying when that happened. Because um, that same kind of thing happens again. Yes. Uh, towards the end. Um, and it's like the mummies, like priests or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Rick, I think, initiated it because he screams first. Yes. And then all three of them, because he's like facing off against three, all three of them scream. And like their mouths get all fucking huge and yeah. shit. Uh, and he just. After that, he's like, uh-uh. And he just he books it. And he, like, goes around a corner into this other quarter. And then you hear him, like, scream again. And he yeah. comes running out. And there's, like, another three running after yeah. him. That was very Scooby-Doo, that it, whole sequence. I, uh, so I, that's the other thing I was going to say. The, like, when, when I first saw the mummy and, like, uh-huh. he's, like, doing his thing, I was like, is this a Scooby-Doo villain? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, just the way, like, he was moving, it, like, reminded yeah. me of the the live action Scooby Doo. That yes, he is very similar. Yeah. And so I was like I think that's part of the reason I enjoyed it so much is because I just love Scooby Doo. It's very similar vibes. Yeah. yeah. It's like 
It's it's Scooby Doo if Scooby Doo existed in a universe where people actually died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember that supernatural? Yes, episode? I was going to say it's kind of like the supernatural episode. Yeah, where they all um, have a horrible existential crisis. That that. We talk about Supernatural too much. Yeah. That episode is one of the highlights of the later seasons. Yes. And it's because everyone in that episode is totally in character. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. in the Scooby-Doo never breaks... Ca- like, they're still the cartoon versions. Yeah. And Sam and Dean are still the same, same. Car- like, as their live-action counterparts. Yeah. And so, the moment where, like, someone gets brutally murdered... Yeah. And all the gang is like, hmm, what are we gonna do about this? <laughs> <laughs> and Sam and Dean are like... God, he's dead. Yeah, uh, that was a good episode. It's so good. It was a really good episode. Um, so I want I, I want to scale it back just a second. I want to talk about a little bit about the behind the scenes because I think it's kind of interesting. All right, um, let's do it. Well, one thing I I don't know why, but they kept trying to kill poor Brendan Fraser during this movie, <sighs> yeah. and so there's the sequence very early on we talked about where like they they're going to get him out of prison. Yes. And he's he's getting hung. Yes, he actually almost died during. Holy no way! Yeah, because so for those people who don't know, when you when you're getting hung, yeah, um, in a movie when you're getting hanged, um, usually what they do is there's like a rope right that's around your neck, but then underneath it there's a harness, so Ah. they they keep you from actually getting hung. hung. Yeah. Um. But what happened during that scene was they they pulled the thing, he dropped, and then the harness broke. Ooh. So he was actually getting hung. Um, and he was, like, trying to signal them to, like, hey, yeah. get me down. Um, and I think he passed out. I, I, I could be wrong, but he, like... Like, oh, literally the, almost uh, died before they realized, like, oh, he's turning purple. Like, get yeah, him down. Get, yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, so that poor Brandon. He's, yeah, that's this, awful. The, I love this movie, but this one and the, the next one, they fucked him up. Like, really? Yeah, because he, he, he was one of those guys where he was like, I love doing, like, my own stunts and stuff yeah. like that. But he, like, broke his back. He, oh, like, no. he, he messed up, like, his collarbone. Like, he's just uh, gotten all these injuries from these movies, which is unfortunate because you're like, oh, poor guy. But, yeah. Um, because one thing they don't talk about that often is like he's a big guy. Like, oh yeah, Brendan Fraser is like more than six feet tall. Yeah, in this movie he's like he's very like muscular yeah. and like carries a lot of weight. And when you're a bigger guy, like it's easier to get injured. Yeah, and so he's like suffered a lot through his his life. Like he's had like neck injuries and all kinds of things, um, which is part of the reason he didn't act for a long time. Was he was just like I'm just like beat the fuck up. Like mm-hmm. I can't do action movies anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's that's not good. No. Um, I was also reading that like because they shot this in two locations. They shot it in London. Um, okay. For a lot of the like Nile River stuff. <laughs> That was all shot like on in uh, the United Kingdom, but the all the desert stuff they shot in Morocco. Oh, not in Egypt at all. But <laughs> um, the thing about when you shoot in certain places in the Middle East, um, <laughs> this sounds like I'm like like I'm gonna like generalize a whole part of the world. I'm not going to do that. But what they had to take out kidnapping insurance. Um, because when you, when you're in certain parts of the world, like, especially if you're an American production, that is a real risk that like, if you go out certain places at certain times, you could get kidnapped and held for ransom. Um, so not only did they have like kidnapping insurance just on the off chance that like that sort of thing would happen, 
They also had like the Moroccan army like there present during, on set just for like safety reasons. Wow. And they had to like they had like the medical team create this like drink and it I from what I read it sounds like it was basically just like Gatorade with more salt in it or whatever to keep people from being dehydrated because it was ah. like super hot. Yeah. Um several people had to be like taken to the hospital because they got bit by snakes oh, and good Lord. and spiders and all kinds of stuff so it was like um, yeah, they were really out there getting their getting their asses kicked. Jesus, because that whole scene, like that whole set where they're outside and there's like the statue of Anubis, mm. um, that was all practical. Like it's yeah. all real. You know, it's not made of of stone. It's probably yeah. made of like plywood and whatever. But that was all really out there in the desert that wow. they like s- built. It's this like huge set. Yeah. Because um, this movie was super expensive. It's like a from 1999. It's like. A, more than a hundred million dollar movie, good lord, which was like huge for the time, but it paid off because oh, it, yeah. it made it made like four hundred million dollars or something. Um, but it looks great. I mean, it's oh, like yeah. we talked about the janky CGI, but like a lot of the like mummies, they're part practical, so they're like a guy in a suit, and then they would like motion capture part of it and then like duplicate them. Oh, so but they actually look really good, like oh, especially yeah. his like little. Like priests who come out of the ground, that's all like practical suits <clears throat> that look wow. really good. Um, the mummy himself, like when he's like fully formed, he's just Arnold Vosloo. Like you know, yeah. like who cares? But yeah, when he's the mummy part, he looks a little janky. But when he's in darkness, he doesn't look too bad. Like, oh, I no, think no, he no. looks good. Yeah. Um, there's the big sand face. Oh at the end. yeah. Uh, oh. They made that using. There's that movie Twister which came out, like, in the 90s. It's, like, a tornado movie. They created this, like, particle, like, engine mm-hmm. that they used for this movie to create all the, like, sand effects and, like, all that oh, stuff. Okay. So they spent, like, $15 million, like, just on the on the special effects. Good Lord. Um, and I think it paid off. Like, oh, I, no, I think it it's a great-looking movie. The sequel does not look as good because they didn't have as much time. But um, no. this one, I mean, they, like... They've been trying to make this movie for, like, 20 years at that point. Um... <laughs> And it, it, yeah, it was this huge thing for Universal because they'd had some like flops, mm. and they were like needing to get back on their feet. And this movie just like kicked it into gear. Hell yeah! Um, and yeah, I just think I think it's a great movie. I think it's just it just kicks ass. It does. It really, really does. I like how they just had like the biblical apocalypse happen again. <laughs> like the like like the Jewish people haven't already been uh-huh. through enough at this point. Yeah. Um, I think they did a, a good job on all of those effects too, with like the the blood in the water and yeah. the the when they walked out of that like restaurant bar thing and it was like raining fire and mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. That one guy yeah. got lit on fire. Oh, dog is dreaming. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, that one guy burst into flames, <laughs> yeah, which that was unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's just a banger. It's it just, is. And it's one of those movies that, like, I guess you'd call it a comfort movie. Uh, um, I don't really like that term. I can't put my finger on why, but mm. you you put it on for comfort. You know, you just, yeah. like, it's, it's a classic. It's, like, I think in another 20 years, like, when we look back on the history of film, they're going to slot it right in there. Oh, like, they have to. Because it's, it is a classic. Like, yeah. it's... It takes a lot of stuff that's been done before and it like updates it. 
it's like breezy. Like even though it's two, it's over two hours long, I think it's two hours four minutes. It's like it's just it's like it moves quick. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, I'm never bored watching it. Like yeah, there's no point in it where I'm like, Whoa. like I think the only part of it that drags a little bit is the very start, that like opening monologue bit. Um, yeah. where they're explaining the history and stuff. I think it goes a little too long. Like, yes, I think you could cut some of the fat of that, Yeah, but all the movies do it. Like they all have kind of this long intro sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind it. Cause again, it looks good and it, yeah. it's, it moves quick. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's just a banger. It's just a good movie. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't think of any other like serious complaints I have about it oh, yeah. besides the brown face, but you know. yeah. What that, are you gonna do? <laughs> it was the '90s. It's a little sad that we have to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, what'd you think about? Uh, uh, oh my god, I forgot again. Fuck. <laughs> you got it. Say something. Save the podcast. I got nothing. What What do you think about it as like? an Indiana Jones-esque movie? Like, how do you think it compares to, like, that kind of of thing? Uh, I, the, I think we've touched on it a little bit already, but, like, they're, they are very similar. Like, they have the same, like, mechanics. Yeah. Um, and, and I like, what you said about like <clears throat> not like them not being too like serious. Yeah. Cause I think that is a very vital part of like this type of movie mm-hmm. um, where like you have to have those like, you know, Indiana Jones, you know, there's this guy that comes out with a sword and you know, you're, you're expecting this big fight and he just pulls out a gun and shoots him. Right. Right. Uh, and in this, you know, the screaming at each other and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like the, the, slapstick almost yeah kind of comedy mm-hmm. i think it's necessary because if you don't it can get very like yeah dark yeah and and serious uh <clears throat> and so yeah i just i think they did a really good job keeping it true to that sort of genre mm-hmm. and i think what does work for it is I think Brendan Fraser even said that, like, what he brings to it that, like, somebody else might not is that he understands that, like, Rick O'Connell doesn't take himself very seriously. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the same is true for the first three Indiana Jones movies, right? Like, it's very, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, this whole thing is kind of silly, but we're having fun. Yes. Right? And it's, like... There is violence, but they never, like, linger on it. It's yeah. very, like, pow-pow. You know, it's a lot of, like, bloodless people flying back. Like, you know, it it, it yeah. takes that old-school, like, adventure formula and just, like, boils it down. Um, and just makes it very, like, palatable. And I think, like, th- this movie wouldn't work as well if, like, you didn't like the characters. Yes. Because I think something that makes rick o'connell a little bit different than like indiana jones is that like rick o'connell's not in it he's not in it for treasure like he's not in it for you know history or whatever he's there to do a job right like he was this woman saved his life and he's like well i owe you one you know like so i'm gonna help you yeah and he goes back to save her and he like and yeah yeah, he falls in love with her or whatever but at the end of the day like 
you understand that he's like a gruff, like very skilled guy who also has a good heart. Yeah. And I think that's an easy character to like get on board with, right? Like Crystal Skull doesn't work because of a lot of reasons. <laughs> but one of them is that Indiana Jones is not very likable in that movie. Like, no. He's grumpy and yeah. he's like he's mean and yep. like he has no real reason to be involved besides his like weird son that he didn't know he had yep. that also makes you not like him very much. Like, uh, yeah. And it's like, you can have character like movies about characters that you don't like very much, but like the rest of the movie kind of has to pick up the slack. Yes. And this movie, whatever faults it might have, like it has a character at the center of it that you love and you want to do good things and you want to see succeed. So it's yeah. like, it's a little bit, I don't know. It's just, it's very like, this is like, peak like popcorn like movie you know what i mean oh, like yeah. it there's no big theme like nope. i mean there there are but they're not like it's not trying to say something crazy it's no. just like it's easy to watch it's like it's fast it's fun like yeah and if there is a message it's uh-huh. not like you, you you don't have to look for it the message is white people leave other people's shit alone. Right. <laughs> like, stop fucking with things that aren't yours. Yeah, that you don't understand. Yeah. Um, and it also is just kind of about, like, you know, like, not, like, leaving people behind, right? It's about, yes. like... Unless you're Benny. Unless you're Benny. Yeah, and then ben. you're a dumb bitch. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a good movie. Like, it's it just... Is. It makes me happy. Yeah. It's hard to criticize. Um, it's just, yeah. And it's, it's not been replicated since. But besides yeah. Black Pearl. But Black Pearl is like a different thing. That's like, yeah, that's pirates. That's pirates. And it's an adventure movie. Yeah. But it's kind of. But I think what we're, like. I think what works about pirates is that I think, like. And I don't want to get into Johnny Depp because. I don't want to talk about it, but I think what Black Pearl has, and we're not talking about Black Pearl, so I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but that is like peak Johnny Depp. Like, oh, yeah. Peak likable. Like, we all thought he was the coolest guy in the world. Yep. Like, And he's funny, and he's like, yep. and it's the same thing. It's like that movie wouldn't work without him. Yes. And this movie doesn't work without Brendan Fraser, yeah. and it doesn't work without Rachel Weisz. Like, yes. you like them so much that the rest of the movie, you're just like, I don't care. Like, Yeah, yeah. It, um, it's easier to suspend your disbelief Like even, even all that stuff. Yeah, even Roger Ebert, who was a famous film critic, like, hated everything. Like, just, you know, even he liked it. And he wrote in his review, he was like, he said something like, I don't even know why I like it. I just like it. <laughs> I just like it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No. He's like, by all accounts, it's I shouldn't like this movie, but, but I was smiling the whole time. Sometimes, like to spite myself, like yeah. So yeah, it's just a it's just a good movie. It's mm-hmm. um oh I remember something, I I keep saying I'm gonna put this at the start of the episode and I forgot again. Eh. Bechtel test. Oh yes. So it passes the first mark. Which okay. is that there are more than two, or no, there's more than one named female character. Yes. So there's Evie and there's Anaxuna Moon. Yes. However, it immediately fails the second one because they don't <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I because well she comes back as an undead and they she tries to kill her but they don't yeah. talk they don't yeah. talk yeah and yeah. she never talks to another woman 
Uh, well, there you go. Well, she does. She talks to some people in like that little village, and oh, she comes out and she's wearing yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of Middle Eastern garb. Yeah, except um, they're not named. No, they're not named, so, and they're, so. they're not really speaking to each other. other. Right. Um, so unfortunately, it fails. That being said, I think Evie is an interesting character, and she's a good representation of. She's sort of a good representation of like female. Of like a female heroine, yeah. Insofar as she's smart and she's capable and she's like not defined by her beauty, yes, or anything like that. That being said, she still does get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she also rescues herself in a way because yes, she's the one who understands ancient Egyptian. Like, yes, she's the one who kind of helps them read the book and like yep. figures out the thing at the end. So yeah, I think I think this movie like. Evie is getting there, right? Yeah. Like, she's kind of that middle ground where between, like, the old school damsel in distress, like, thing of the 19th or of the 20th century and the what we have now, which is way, you know, further along in terms of, like, female characters with agency and, and interesting inner lives. Um, Evie's kind of, like, halfway there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... She's she's got a little bit of agency. She's got some stuff going for her, but at the yeah. same time, she's written in a way that like kind of puts her off to the side at times. Yes. It definitely makes her rely on the male characters, which is unfortunate. But yeah. it is again, it's a product of the nineties. Like, yes, we were, just... we're getting there. You know, yeah, yeah. It's just taking us a minute. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I liked her character though. I thought she was fun. Yeah, she's great. Uh huh. And she's played to perfection. Like everyone, oh, yeah. everyone in this movie is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, they understood the assignment. Yeah, even the foppish British pilot guy who gets killed. Like oh, he, yeah. that guy <laughs> is like playing it to perfection. Yep, he's like, oh, chaps, I would have rather died <laughs> on the battlefield. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. And he's like going down in a blaze of glory. Yeah, he, it reminds me of that uh, that farmer pilot in Independence Day. Yes. He's yes. like, uh, what do you say? Uh, something. I'm back. <laughs> and he crashes his fucking F-16 in the yes. fucking middle of an alien ship. Absolutely. God, I haven't seen that movie in a minute. I love that movie. We could watch it at some point. Yeah. I was gonna say we could watch it for Fourth of July, but I have a plan for Fourth of July, so. Um, I don't want to spoil it now, but all right. you'll, you'll all see. No. Um. Uh, do you got anything else? I got nothing else, um, I don't yeah. think. Let me look at my screenshots I took. Uh, one thing, I mean, this is just kind of a fun fact. So, uh, Evie, yes. uh, Evelyn, she is named in tribute to Evelyn uh, Carnarvon, okay. who was the daughter of amateur Egyptologist Lord Carnarvon, oh. um, who was one of the people that was present when they discovered the tomb of Tutankhamun. Oh, um, shit. So she's kind of, like, named after her. I do right. also, I do, I mean, I mentioned it briefly, but... I do like that she is the one who, like, understands all the stuff. Yes. Like, she's, you know... And I guess that's kind of become a trope now, but I feel like at the time it was unique that, like, it wasn't Brendan Fraser's character who's like, I'm an Egyptologist and I know this thing and this thing. It's, like, it's Evie's character. Yeah. Which, I, it, it's good. It was, yeah, it was it, it was very good. And it, it kind of kept it because I think O'Connell having his one thing of just being, like... I'm going to go right through the middle of these fuckers. Yeah. And Evie 
being the brains, right? Mm-hmm. You have the brains and the brawn, and they're two separate people. I really like that. I think that works. Yeah. yeah. But that's the last thing I have. Yeah. You got anything else? No. Okay. What would you rate it out of 10? Eight. Oh, okay. Eight out of 10. What would you, what, what are your reasons? Uh, mainly the janky CGI okay. in some places. Because <laughs> uh, there's like the part where like the bug was like crawling in and out of the, mm. out of his mm-hmm. like cheek or whatever. And you could just see the whole fucking thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> moving. Um, and, uh, brown face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the length, I because I it's a little long. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about it, and there's there's some there's some parts that you could have just, you know. Yeah. Um. But oh, did I? No, no, no. That was me. Oh, okay. I, I peaked the mic, but no. Uh, but yeah, everything else phenomenal. Okay. Um, we're gonna digress once again. Excellent. Um, this is a nine for me. Yeah. Easy. Like just, it's like a <laughs> bowl of soup. You know. Yeah. Just. Oh, God, I love just goes down easy. Yeah. It's comforting. It's warm. I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's easy for me. That's, yeah. We haven't watched too many good ones. Yeah. But don't worry. I got a doozy. Oh, yeah. I got a doozy for next cool, time. Cool, I'm ready. So, um, I guess we'll talk about it now because we're at the end of the episode. Next time, if you're tuning in. Next time. Next time on Viva La Action. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> what are we watching? The cult martial arts film Ooh. sensation. It's called Jim Kata. Jim Kata. It may be a little hard to find. I think you'll have to rent it. Okay. But um, I don't even know if I want to explain it. It's okay. I'll I'll give you a brief synopsis. Okay. All right. It's basically a spy movie. Okay. With a martial artist, except he doesn't know martial arts. He's a gymnast. <laughs> Oh boy. So we'll be watching that next time. Excellent. So tune in. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be very interesting. Yeah. Um you look terrified. I'm ready. I'm very excited. Uh, it's a it's a blast. Yeah. I'm okay. excited. Well, bring it on. Um so that's for next time. Cool. Uh until then, uh what should they do? Uh like, subscribe, favorite, mm-hmm. all the buttons, comment, yep. leave us a nice little Comment, review it if you can. Yes. Uh, post it on Facebook. Yes. Uh, which we are there mm-hmm. on Facebook and we Instagram. Are. And Instagram. And TikTok. TikTok, yep. And I think that's it. YouTube. Oh, and and the tubes. Oh, fuck. I just remembered I haven't uploaded them. That's <laughs> <laughs> eh, okay. Uh, it's like a week late. That's all eh, right. Whatever. Um, the tubes of you. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, and we have an email, vivalaaction yes. at gmail.com. Yes. Um, if you're going to leave us a review, leave us five stars. Oh, yes. Uh, it helps us stand out. It helps yep. us get up in the Apple podcast charts and, and Spotify recommendations Whatever. and all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just uh, uh, let your friends know. Yeah. Um, follow us on all the things that Grayson mentioned. Yep. Um, and party on. Party on. Um Sorry. You're good. I had a scratch. Um, you'll find Grayson uh, gathering flowers Yep. in the nearest private property of uh, 
billionaire. And you'll yep. find me uh, at a Lady Gaga concert in the front row, pretending I'm a single lady. A single lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't Gaga. No, that was Beyonce. That was Beyonce. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Okay. Yeah, uh, we don't want to get copyrighted. No, not again. Um, <laughs> again? Yep. Well, we just the one time. Oh, okay. I don't think we've got been since. I haven't checked. Let's check. We're going to check live on air. <laughs> Let's see. Watch, I'm going to log on. It's going to be like, you have 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> if we even hit, like... We currently have 19. Yeah, if we hit even, like, 50, I'm mm. going to scream. No more copyright strikes. We're good. Hell yeah, brother. Yo, yeah, brother. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's do a live um, Instagram follower update as well. Ooh. This is very self indulgent. Yeah, it's fine. We're allowed. My current goal is two hundred. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening? There we go. We are at one hundred and thirteen. So if you're listening, go follow us on Instagram. Yeah. My current goal is to get to two hundred. That would make me very happy. Um. That'd be scary. Be two hundred people. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll GGs. see you next time. We'll see if it's recorded. Yep. I'm scared. Bye. Bye. <laughs>